This podcast is produced by Audiofy. It is easy to lose sight of the things that matter most in life. There's so many things vying for your attention. The confusion around us is starting to affect the peace within us. But there is one voice, though not always the loudest, it certainly is the most important. He wants to speak to you and help you find the answers to life's greatest questions through His Word. Because Sundays are not enough, welcome to Devotions with Bishop. Motivation What is motivation? Motivation is that which causes action. In regards to human behavior, it may be fear of punishment or hope of a reward, maybe both, or it could be a desire to please someone, a sense of responsibility, a product of character or attitude. Motivation is that which causes action. It feels like every store I go into, people offer me a reward. If I buy this or shop at that store or buy gas at this certain gas station, I'm rewarded on my credit card if I buy a certain amount using their card. People at the supermarket or CVS ask me to use a rewards system or card. I get free movies at Cinema World and discounts at the concession stand. My inbox is bombarded with offers from Groupons to Radio Shack, Walmart, and all the other stores saying if you buy this one, you get another half price. It seems that folks are being rewarded for stuff that they were already going to do anyway. What stores are trying to do is give the proper incentive or motivation, a cause or an action, so that I could be a repeat customer and maybe even be a loyal customer. The idea of a rewards program is nothing new under the sun. Surely heaven is enough a reward for people to live right and do the right thing. But God cares as much about your motive as He does your good deeds, maybe even more. Matthew 6.1 says, Watch out! Don't do your good deeds publicly to be admired by others, for you will lose your reward from your heavenly Father. Jesus is teaching his disciples on the mountain. He's speaking about motivation for doing good deeds. So he keeps bringing up the rewards thing over and over again. But as I read more about God's rewards program, while it certainly includes a mansion in the sky, maybe the rewards program that Jesus is speaking about is right here and right now, not just in the sky when we die. We can believe that God will reward us when we obey Him. Hebrews 11.6 says, And without faith it is impossible to please God, because anyone who comes to Him must believe that He exists and that He rewards those who earnestly seek Him. Our focus should be on the giver of the rewards, not the rewards themselves. Matthew 6.33 tells us, Seek first the kingdom of God and His righteousness. One of the major distinguishing characteristics of Christian discipleship is that they are seeking at all times to live their lives for an audience of one. It's God's opinion. It's God's approval or His disapproval. That's what ultimately matters 
what matters most to the believer. The applause of heaven is the deciding factor in our lives. The problem arises when our self-esteem and self-worth needs are primarily and supremely dependent on others and not on God. When my sense of worth and value and importance is largely dependent on the expressions of thanks, the pats on the back, and the applause of others, believe me, that approval bank account gets overdrawn very rapidly. When my approval needs rely on others and what others give me, rather than what God gives me, then I am going to be in a perpetual state of hunger and thirst because the supply out there is very limited. You might be saying, Bishop, I just need to be motivated. I understand. I understand the occasional need for inspiration. But I'm afraid what some people think is, the leader must get me to do what I'm supposed to want to do myself. So I'm not really motivated to talk to people about the gospel, yet I expect the leaders to get me to do that. I'm not motivated to pray, but the leaders should know just what to say to make me want to pray. I'm too busy to attend all of the services, but I think that the leaders should inspire me to make me want to do that. In other words, I want the leaders to take full responsibility of putting motivation in me. So we begin to do what our leaders want from us so that our leader rewards us with approval. Sounds great. But based on our scripture, the leader's reward is all you're going to get. If you come to church so that I see you, yeah, I'm going to hug you. I'm going to tell you I'm glad to see you. But that's all you're going to get. You'll get nothing from God because you already got the reward that you were looking for. So how in the world do you make people do what they don't want to do? Is that the work of the leaders in the church? Yet there seems to be this attitude where we present ourselves to the leaders and say to them, in essence, here I am, you take over and make me what I ought to be. <laughs> Brothers and sisters, the only way good leaders can motivate us and to help us is if we already decide in our hearts that we want to serve God with all of our hearts. You see, our view of motivation sometimes places all the responsibility on someone else, where, in fact, it really is on you. 2 Timothy 1.6 Stir up the gifts of God, which is in thee. 1 Samuel 36 But David encouraged himself in the Lord his God. Pray this prayer with me. Dear God, I am a person that needs motivation. I can generate a fair amount of motivation to do the things that I have to do. 
But there are things, Lord God, that are in my heart that I know I, I need to do. There are spiritual things that you are calling me to do. The essence of my discipleship and my relationship with you. I sometimes find myself less than enthusiastic about doing the things I know I should. But today, I want to change all of my rewards programs with every store, with every bank, with every credit card. And I just want to go to you. That my reward would come from knowing that I am a good son and daughter. And that although my salvation was purchased by the blood of Jesus Christ, that the good works that I do would bring you honor, glory, and that you would look down at me and say, Well done, my good and faithful servant. In the little you were faithful, I will reward you with much. Thanks for listening to Devotions with me, Bishop Herson Gonzalez. Psalm 119, verse 105 says, Your word is a lamp for my feet, a light on my path. My prayer is that our time together will help you find clarity and focus for the journey ahead. Please like, share, and subscribe. And I will see you next time. God bless you.